Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I traumatized my toddler by showing him Transformers the movie from 1986. You lost the rhyme there at the end. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> And welcome to Medium Salt, the podcast that seasons nostalgia with a little bit of perspective. Usually. I am Matt and joined as always by my good friend, Kate. Today, we are talking about a non-90s film. Because somehow, I was able to trick Kate into watching Transformers the movie from 1986. Starring Orson Welles, Leonard Nimoy, (laughs) Judd Nelson, Peter Cullen, Scatman Crothers, and directed by Nelson Shin. It's a wild ride of a toy commercial. But, first, Kate, how are you? Well, I've got the 80s rock ballad, You've Got the Touch, stuck in my head, and have had it stuck in my head for like 20 hours. And as soon as it goes away, my husband will say, (laughs) the touch, and it comes right back. And uh, mm. that's all your fault. So, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. That is, if you're ever wondering what's going on in my head, it's that soundtrack all the time. I'm so sorry. Just that explains all the so time. many things. <laughs> it is. It's it's got a song for every occasion. Yeah. You know, when you're feeling sad, you've got do a little touch. death of Optimus Prime. You know, when you're uh, feeling motivated, you do dare. Uh, when you're kicking butt, it's you've got the, the touch. Uh, dare to be like, stupid when you're just having a good stupid. time. Yeah. If you feel if you're in a party mood, dare to be stupid. If you're just like, you know what? I know we were just trying to kill each other, but now let's dance in a circle because that's what we do. After we've said a very obscure random phrase that sounds a little bit like someone would make up when they're high. So. I mean, it does end with ninny bong. Yeah, ninny bong. <laughs> like they just wanted to slip the word bong into it, and it worked. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things they just wanted to slip into that movie. <laughs> yeah, they said the word shit one time. They did, and they did that on purpose. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted th- so PG-13 didn't exist yet. If you remember our episode mm, on ratings, I do. And uh, PG movies got more replays at the theater than G movies did. So they added one shit to get a PG rating. This movie played in the theaters? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. It was a huge theater event in, the, in August of 86. <laughs> okay. Which I was, to be clear, I was not alive for. Um, somehow, somehow this movie became like a huge part of my childhood. That's um, fascinating. And I'm I'm like ninety percent certain that it's this movie is actually what introduced me to Transformers. Wow, and then I lo- that's a weird the, introduction, yeah. Well, because the the animated show aired in the '80s, and I didn't know that because like I didn't know what aired when when I was a kid, and but yeah, it was such an important part of my childhood and the Transformers toys and the whole thing um, that I, I I I must have been introduced to the series through the movie, mm-hmm. and then got obsessed, and then somehow saw other bits. Here and there. Yeah. Um, and then later on, Beast Wars came out, and Beast Wars was kind of its own ball of awesome. awesome. Yeah. I liked Beast Wars because they were all animals. Yeah. We should talk and about the- Beast Wars sometimes, because it did a lot of things to the Transformers canon, and then turned this into a Transformers podcast. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Unless we're airing this fine. on April Fool's Day, <laughs> then I can Ooh. say yes. <laughs> Ooh. We're now only going to talk about Transformers for the rest of time. Yeah. I was actually thinking as a joke, we should do this Groundhog Day every February 2nd. I love it. I absolutely think so. Except and, we but have to we, we're not actually going to re. No, no, no. We're not going to re record it. We just, we just republish the same episode. <laughs> I know, but I also think it would be funny to re talk about it. But yes, that is yeah. a hilarious idea. And I agree because we need more buffer anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Transformers. So. So you had not seen this movie before? No, I had not seen this movie. And in fact, I didn't, like, aside from, you know, what we just alluded to, I was 
we didn't have cable when I was growing up. I grew up really poor. And so basically the only cartoons I was able to watch were Saturday mornings. So it was like the Little Mermaid cartoon, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And then Beast Wars before I got on the bus for school in the morning. Oh, yeah. And sometimes the Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls was good. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls was real good. But I don't have a very strong memory of any of them. So. I do. (laughs) I actually went back. uh, There was a couple of years ago, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Around the time I, that must have been 15, because around the time I graduated college and was looking for work and then uh, ended up wasting a lot of time because, I, you know, depressed and, you know, economy you know collapsed, the world was shit. Watch a lot of Transformers? Yeah, I, I, I somehow acquired, like, Beast Wars and, like, all these old shows and revisited a lot of them and to see, like, what aged well and what didn't. And I thought Beast Wars did okay. I remember nice. Beast Wars was a lot shorter than I remember it being. Like, the, those shows. Or the- yeah. No, like, the amount of episodes amount of seasons it was only like three seasons but like when you're a kid and you have to watch it like once a day or once a week like those seasons seem forever forever. and they jump around in the timeline so you're kind of like filling in gaps in your head and of course you're filling Mm -hmm. in a whole lot of extra stuff that like definitely is not there yeah Yeah. so the transformers are obviously very important to you my first introduction to the Transformers was actually the Shia LaBeouf film. <laughs> so, I aside from sorry. Beast Wars, I guess. Aside from yeah. Beast Wars. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will tell you. Well, okay. So how does this movie compare to the Shia LaBeouf star, uh, Transformers? I don't really remember the Shia LaBeouf one very well uh, because it doesn't, it just wasn't important to me. Um, mm. This movie felt to me like a really, really long 80s rock ballad music video. Yep. That's what it felt and like. And that's why it's awesome. And about 10 minutes in, I was like, oh my God, how long is this movie? <laughs> You're not a big <laughs> fan of uh, 80s rock ballad? Um, there's a time and a place. Okay. Do you ever watch, uh, <laughs> do you ever watch heavy metal? I did. Okay. Um, but I wasn't a huge fan. So. Okay. I should have asked you that before I suggested Transformers. Because this is like... No. You're allowed to suggest whatever movie you want. <laughs> this is the kids' version of heavy metal, basically. It's like, hey, what do kids think heavy metal sounds like? Mm. Let's design a soundtrack around that, it and then use it to sell me a toys. Lot about the uh, a lot of the uh, Daft Punk movie too. Yeah, maybe think yeah, about yeah, yeah. a lot, but worse because I actually like the Daft Punk. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have nostalgia to carry me through, and so a lot of it made no sense to me. That's uh-huh. and the plot was fair. like, oh, and now we're over here and we're all turning into cars. And why are we all turning into cars? And there's oh, all these okay. planets and they're all named yeah. Tron. And then now there's yeah. these dinosaur uh, transformers that are clearly dumb and they're kind of pets, but kind of not. And then there's this transformer <laughs> that only rhymes who's really small. And where are all these cassette tapes coming from? Why is there nothing but 80s rock ballads in the background? What's happening? <laughs> it's just the whole movie. I was like, yep, I'm along for this ride. Oh, someone died. Oh, there's a kid. Oh, this kid has to save his dad. That's weird. The only person who has a normal name in the whole show is that poor kid. Daniel. Yeah. Well, okay. Daniel. So, yeah. So, uh, Spike. Spike. Yeah. Well, 80s. Um, keep in mind Spike that. Spike I so. like is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so Optimus Prime. He's the, he's the main person I know. He's the main guy. Everyone knows Optimus Prime, and uh, so the, this movie was made because Hasbro wanted to Hasbro, who owned Transformers, wanted to introduce a new a new line, a fresh line of toys, mm-hmm. and um, they figured the best way to do that was through a movie, and as part of that, they had to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> so all those transformers who die in like the first five minutes of this film, mm-hmm. like they're all f- like people love those characters. Yeah, that's what Aaron was telling um, me because I was like, and, oh and yeah, they're just, yeah, they just wiped them out in five minutes. Like not not even a like good send off. The only one who gets a send off is Optimus Prime, and that's a big deal because like Optimus, the way the show is designed is it's designed like a family, and mm-hmm. Optimus Prime is supposed to be daddy. Oh, okay. No. He's supposed to be a paternal, like you look up to him figure in the show mm-hmm. and then he dies <laughs> <laughs> Tr- 
traumatized. Uh, like, uh, there were stories of, like, kids crying in the theaters. And, like, wow. there was one kid oh. who, like, locked himself in a closet and refused what? to come out. And, like, I mean, Hasbro got, like, so much hate mail. I can't and, like, blame them. Like, what the fuck were you thinking, Hasbro? Like, yeah. okay. It's like killing off some of the Care Bears or something, right? Like, yeah. Oh, we no, just it was exactly that. <laughs> so, it's funny. Um, G.I. Joe. There was a G.I. Joe movie that was being, like, in production at the same time. And they were going to kill off a bunch of G.I. Joes. But wow. then because of the backlash that Transformers got, they really quick, like, rewrote the script. And yeah, were like, no, that no, is no, such no, a, no. like, I'm an adult man and I've never interacted with a child, nor do I think that they're actual people. Right? Yeah. And yeah. So I mean, I'm that's 80s these, corporate capitalism, right? Yeah, like, I'm going to make these business decisions because kids don't care about characters or whatever. Yeah. We're clearly not making this for them. We're just making no. this for money. Well, like, wow. why would you want Optimus Prime when we have new younger hotter hot rodimus prime Prime in like he's he's a he he's he's a camaro that turns into a truck or something yeah because that makes sense because it's the it's the far off year of 2005 right and we we can turn into trucks and supercars but a shot into our chest will kill us fatally well only sometimes only sometimes. And also, <laughs> Only when the plot demands it. <laughs> yeah, we can't actually use cell phones or we don't have our own radio signalers. We have to go to a radio tower signal yep. place to yep. send information places. It, it was 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to be the straight man. I have to, I have to give you a hard time. <laughs> so. this, this movie. So like, okay, I've been asked many times. In my life, as I'm sure all people are, like, what's your favorite movie, right? And I'm always like, I don't know, there's a few. It depends on what I'm looking for, right? Like, I'll name, uh-huh. like, if I want this, I want that. If I want that. I, uh, I realized while watching this movie that I have, I am a dirty liar. Oh, no. My favorite movie is Transformers the Movie from 1986. <laughs> 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 no! Yes. And thus the podcast was over. We have been torn I, asunder. <laughs> well, here's the th- I know it's not a good movie. Like yeah. I I know it's a it's a it's a 90 minute toy commercial and the pacing mm-hmm. is awful and the characters are two dimensional and like they're not it's just all two dimensional, they're annoying. Like they're, uh, yeah, blur, it's all nonsense. I say everything really fast, or there's the one that rhymes, or yeah. like blur just sounds like he's on Friend, fine, look behind. Yeah, and then the dinosaurs always have to say their own names yeah. and talk the way that people think cavemen would talk, which is yes. super offensive in so many ways, and also super annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I love it. I love this yeah. film. That's I love good. every minute of it. And I feel like, well, okay, so like, I feel like the way the script was written, they went over, they went over the script. The dialogue specifically with a fine tooth comb over and over and over again until every line was the coolest they could possibly make it. (laughs) Right? Like I could quote so much of this movie. That's just, it's just so fucking cool. Um, Between, uh, you know, Optimus and Megatron are fighting and then Megatron's losing. So he asked for like, you know, he's like, Marcy. Mm -hmm. And Optimus is like, you who are without mercy now beg for it. Mm-hmm. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. That was a good line. Right. And then they killed him. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, the, you know, uh, Unicron, like, he's like, I have summoned you, Megatron. And oh, no I know. one summons Megatron. It then pleases, it pleases me to be, me the, first. To be the first. That and it's just like line. so goddamn cool. If only any other part of the movie had been yeah. good. Silence or you will be held in contempt of this court. I have nothing but contempt for this contempt court. For this court. Yes. Also, God. why were they being sent to the sharks when they were declared innocent? Because the Quintessons are like pervert, perverse and evil. Like they, uh, it, it is like literally a mockery of justice of what mm. they're doing. Subtle. It, yeah. <laughs> it's for kids. And I love it. I know you do. I'm so <laughs> glad. So I'm going to have to make you watch Rainbow Bright. That was mine. I loved Rainbow Bright. Hey, but is it still your favorite? Um, If I had to pick 
a favorite movie that I was embarrassed about because you should mm-hmm. be. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely refuse have... to be embarrassed about Transformers, the movie from 1996. <laughs> good. That's good. Um, I don't know. Like from when I was really young that I watched a lot. Okay. <sighs> okay. Rainbow Bright. No, because I actually didn't watch that until I was older. Even even better. Yeah. <laughs> Make me watch that movie. <laughs> well, it's got like a, a rainbow horse like that has a rainbow mane. And at one point he mm-hmm. says, I may be the ma- most magnificent horse in the galaxy, but even now I can't fly. And it's just hilarious. And yeah. there's all these tiny little uh, star sprites and it's very cute. Um, See, almost every Transformer can fly because it's easier to animate. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You ever notice, like, like, oh, God, we need to get this guy from here to here. Let's just fucking T-pose him. Obviously, they they just fly. fly. (laughs) (laughs) We also just want children throwing their toys in the air so that they'll break. Yeah. Yeah, and they have to buy new ones. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I I watched Mulan and The Lion King a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ton. But I don't know. Favorite movie. Oh. Did you ever watch the movie We're Back with the dinosaurs that gets Oh, hell smart? yeah. Hell yeah. That movie did not hold up at all. I no. made some people watch no, it recently, it and I remember loving it so much. And even watching it again, yeah. I was totally there for it. And I was like, you yeah, know, that movie's really weird. You know what is good about that movie, though? The animation is just really oh, good. It is. You know? And also, there's some the, really serious fucking things that happen. Like, the kids yeah. have this really sad life and then the guy at the I end mean, gets Steven picked Spielberg, to death by you know. <laughs> pros. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I like it. I'm like, oh, it's so dark and gritty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of Lion King. Okay, so like back to Optimus Prime, Death of Daddy. Like, mm-hmm. I was watching this with my son who recently kind of got into Transformers because they have some kid-friendly Transformers shows on on disney and stuff so you know Aren't like preschool level kid friendly? they're oh, all kid friendly kid but they're friendly. like preschool level you know like uh, this one's like rescue bots academy it's about a bunch of bots who have to like learn how to um r- rescue people That's instead adorable. of fight decepticons right so it's less war it's more help yeah what's going um, on between the autobots and the decepticons why do they hate each other is it like a religious uh fight or something uh it's it's is this the middle east so it goes robots it, yeah, well, okay, so it goes back. Um, if you want to get into lore and stuff, which I'm not, I'm not like 100%, Was I'm not the lore guy not on the this. the actual but... son of uh, Sarah or whoever her name is. <laughs> <laughs> so Decepticons are like the Transformers Society. You've got, you know, the workers and the military, and the Decepticons are the military, the Autobots oh. are the workers, and there, there's, there's been conflict there, and they've been at war for it's a military millions coup? of years. A bit, yeah. So they've been at war for millions of years. Right During the course of 2005, the Decepticons control the planet that they are from, Cybertron. And um, the Autobots are trying to win it back to reunite the, reunite the two factions till all are one. All are um, one. All are one. It, uh, yeah, no. And there's there's a lot of lore stuff going on there, like so. Depending on which continuity, because now it's a multiverse with so many Transformers things going on. Um, you know, the Quintessons actually kind of created the Transformers via the god of Transformers named Primus, who is the planet Cybertron, kind of in the way that Unicron is the planet is a planet, um, and like Unicron's kind of the devil, the demon, the devil. And and Primus is God. Interesting. Um, and it's like, and it's a story that spans millions and millions and millions of years. It's um, got layers, so it spans millions well, of years, but they still yeah. only can turn into like a Camaro. Well, so <laughs> so they're Transformers. They transform to to perform various tasks. That's just kind of how they evolved, depending on how you want to talk about birth and evolution. Um, how do you make a but, new Transformer? So. Well, <laughs> is it like laying an egg? Do you make so, one from the, so the wreckage of the old one? Oh. There are two ways that Transformers are made. They can be built like, a, like any old regular robot. Or since, uh, since the introduction of Beast Wars, there's been some new stuff added to the canon, which involves protoforms and the spark. So uh, protoforms are like the 
almost like the egg stage, the baby stage of a Transformer. And then when one robot really loves another robot, they (laughs) dance. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's actually, it comes from, there's a place on the planet, there's a well of sparks, and they kind of get the spark, which is like your soul, which gets put into a protoform, which then becomes a Transformer when it's ready. I like the idea of the afterlife for the Autobots, where he goes and joins the Matrix and then becomes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love everything. Okay, so the original, the the way the original Transformers became cars was that there was about like 65 million years ago. Billion years ago. Million years ago. Dinosaurs were million years ago. 65 million years ago. Um, The Transformers, the Autobots and Decepticons were still at war. And uh, the Autobots went off in a ship to go do something. And the Decepticons attacked them. And they, uh, there's a big battle. And they crash landed on Earth 65 million years ago into a volcano. Which mm. uh, and then they all, like, they were all non-functional at that point. Um, and then 65 million years later, the volcano explodes or there's like an earthquake or whatever, it awakens the, the spaceship and mm. it, it, the spaceship has, has holes in its memory. So it doesn't know what's Autobots and what's Decepticon and just rebuilds all of them. Oh. Um, and then like scans the local life forms to give them camouflage. And, <laughs> and that's um, why you 65, get dinosaurs? Well, yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, but at the time, the, the ship thinks that it's like cars are the dominant life form on Earth. So it makes everyone cars. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Because because they they one. are they are uh, a, a race of machines, so they believe life is machine based, not right. like biological. Okay. Um, and then the dinosaurs involved involved transformers who got lost in tar pits and were recovered later. Like they dinosaurs. became the Dinobots. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much going on. <laughs> yeah. Which has nothing to do with the movie. But no, like, not at all. That's, um, that's the background. Yeah, I think I probably would have enjoyed it if it had the kind of quieter and less 80s metal hair. Yeah. And, oh, uh, this is not a quiet movie. Energy, yeah. It is an assault cartoons. on the senses. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. The whole thing, there's just like explosions and... Loud Maybe this is music what little boys and lasers like and, or something. But yeah. yeah, like there's music, there's lasers, everything's loud, people are yelling, uh, and they're people all saying are dying, really cool shit to crying. each other all the time. All the time. Everything's a really cool line. There's no this ha- this movie has no chill. You None. know? Zero chill. No chill at all. You're like, all right, 90s rock ballads, here we go. That's so, or 80s rock so ballads, good. rather. <laughs> <laughs> it was um it, Oh man, so much. There's so much. I know. It was Orson Welles' last role. Last before role? he passed away. It was his very last role before he passed away. Oh my god, that's so sad. Um, from Citizen Kane to fucking Transformers. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know it's funny because like he clearly was doing it for the paycheck, and Orson Welles was like he was a no bullshit kind of guy. He knew what he was yeah. doing, right? Yeah. Um, but he, you know. I think he had no idea what the hell he was like, what the deal was. Like, he was just doing he's it for like, the paycheck. What? Like, there's he's like, robots or something? Yeah. He's like, I play a giant planet. And at the end of it, I tear myself apart. <laughs> In an earlier version I mean, of the script, instead of being exploded by the Matrix, uh, Unicron goes crazy and starts ripping himself oh, to shreds. And some of that's awesome. like still in the animated frames. Like, if you know that backstory, you start to mm-hmm. see. Some things like towards the end of the film were like that he you looks see, like he's tearing himself apart. Yeah, he looks like he's tearing himself apart a little bit. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Orson Welles killed it. That was a yeah, compelling yeah. character. That was a compelling planet. Mm-hmm. Uh Leonard Nimoy. I know. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Reasons, you know. We don't need yeah. to look into it too closely. Yeah. yeah. Judd Nelson from everyone's, you know, Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Peter Cullen is just famous now for being Optimus Prime. Yeah. Which is fun. It's all so great. I'm so glad you like it. It's so good. It's yeah. nice to have things that you like. <laughs> it's funny because, well, like, so we were talking about, like, uh, uh, so Optimus Prime dies. The father dies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. Oh, we were talking about your son being traumatized. 
Oh yeah, so he's Optimus Prime dies. My son, yeah, he got in Transformers. He watched and when Optimus Prime, he like this kid watches Lion King. He he saw the part where uh, Mufasa dies, and he just like unfazed. They don't completely unfazed. Make you love Mufasa enough? Yeah, yeah. Optimus Prime dies. I had to stop the movie. Oh no, he was he was not doing okay. I had to pull up the the cartoon mm-hmm. where he comes back. Oh, no. <laughs> In the third season. Like, I had to show Poor him, baby. like, no, it's okay. Optimus Prime comes back. See? Here he is. He's better now. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, you know, it's really interesting. So, my my little brother, I say little, he's only two years younger than me, so he's a grown man. But he is developmentally delayed or and has been since birth. Like, he had birth complications. And one of the hardest things that we had to deal with when he was growing up was getting him to understand the concept of death. Mm. Um, like one of our cats died when I was like eight. And so he was like six and he died in a really weird way. We just woke up and we were all getting ready to like go to school or do our different things. Right. The morning chaos. And Jeffrey was just sitting on the floor petting the cat. And then at some point he asks the room why the cat's not moving. And he's been just petting this dead cat for a while. And then we're all like, oh no. Um, but anyway, mm. for years after that, he would ask when Bingo was coming back. And I think a big part of the reason why explaining death is difficult is because of TV logic, right? Like mm. we all know, at least in certain universes, no, this person's not going to fucking die. There's just no way, right? Right. <laughs> I have a hard time with it too. Even watching modern movies, I always have that little spark of hope where I'm like, oh, she'll come back though. You know, like, no. don't worry, this is, this is TV. I won't really yeah. lose them. Um, yeah. yeah so that's Which really is, is only further complicated by like the Christ Messiah story that gets put into fucking everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, death isn't real. It's not the end. Whatever, whatever. Like my little brother, he loves media. Like he consumes a lot of video games and a lot of TV and it skews one's worldview for sure. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad Optimus Prime came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes like you know Hasbro got so much shit. Man, the way he comes back is fucking wild too. Because in the season, like, so like the the movie takes place between season two and season three of the show. It's so, like season two happens, then like the movie is twenty years later in two thousand five, and then season three picks up. Um, and like they bring him back badly oh like (laughs) Like they bring him up or they bring him back in the show just to like kill him off again what (laughs) so like he comes back as like a zombie bad choice oh yeah yeah they try to double down so like he comes back as like a zombie um and and it's like a problem he's like a dark optimus prime and he's like gonna destroy everything but then like the, the Matrix somehow gives him his spark back and he realizes what he's done and he has to make a tone. So he goes on like a suicide mission and dies oh, again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because <laughs> not everyone Why? saw the movie, right? Who's writing so, this? <laughs> <laughs> executives trying to sell toys. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, he comes back later for real um, to, to unite all the Transformers or whatever. And, and stop the of, hate um, virus, hate plague that was taking over the the universe. Locutus or whatever. Uh, yeah. John Luke's weird Borg version of himself. Mm-hmm. That's what that makes me think of. You're like, don't you dare make me hate John Luke. I will murder yeah. you. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So they have all these new toys. Mm-hmm. They're trying to sell. And, and that like, it's the DNA of the show. It's like they're trying to sell these toys specifically to boys. This is a boy show. This is a Hasbro's attitude in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Was that this show is is for boys. Only boys are to play with Transformers. Must show your penis at the door to get in. Right. And so when the writer and director, writers and director and like the story people wanted to put in a, a female Transformer, RC, Hasbro fought, like buck. They fought. I have so many questions about why robots even need gender. Like I was thinking about this during the movie too, because I was like, this is absurd. First off, of course she's a pink robot and she's got robot breasts and she's got robot hips Yeah, and she does the childcare in the movie. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron and I were making up fake 
girl girl transformer names like blow dryer and lipstick. Because <laughs> <laughs> like our names are C, but why? Yeah. yeah. I feel like so like I think part of it was when you kill off Optimus, you're killing off Dad, and you need to replace him in the family. And I think. So what they did was they kind of like split the role and like Hot Rod is like an older brother mm-hmm. type. Like he's the cool older brother. And then I feel like RC is this like much cooler, more competent girlfriend. Yeah. Like RC, like is Hot Rod's like awesome girlfriend. And I love, mm-hmm. I love that she's always talking shit to everyone the whole movie. Yeah. She's like, the smart one. <laughs> yeah. She's in there like. You were probably like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You had me scared. probably paying attention. Yeah. yeah. And then Hot Rod's like, I wasn't scared for a minute. And RC's just like, then you probably have no idea what the hell's going on, you idiot. <laughs> <Yep>. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just like the one RC reasonable a bad voice bitch. <laughs> in a sea of teenagers. You yeah. Know? He just seems like the more mature, cooler awesome yeah and know, she's girlfriend. not annoying which i yeah is, is a rare trait in this year I, I, I do think that like a lot of that had to have been on purpose like yeah, let's I, just make I her love that yeah and like she's still very you know maternal and still very mm-hmm. female gender rolled mm-hmm. uh which is man yeah it's probably just calling back some earlier trauma for me because i was always yeah. the mature young woman who was well yeah. you know an old soul which is really just people coding for you've probably seen a lot of trauma that i don't want to acknowledge because you're so <laughs> old and mature when you're yeah. 11 um and so like i was the one who watched everyone's kids i was the babysitter i was the you know mm, look this your, is your role yeah turned into a parent at a young age it's yeah, like go nah. take care of people and i'm like ah. mm. Though, like and her and Daniel's, and I hate it. <laughs> her and Daniel's relationship is is really interesting because they stay they stay really close even into the the TV show. Oh, cool. Um Because they they do some weird shit called like Target Masters and Headmasters, which gets into some nonsense. But ultimately, what that means is like Daniel and RC get the power to like Daniel's able to like go inside of RC's head and like ride inside the head, and they work together and share a mind to you know fight the Decepticons or whatever um, seems almost inappropriate <laughs> it's like the, it's cool. the little kid wanting to sleep with his babysitter fantasy maybe i didn't i didn't like watch the whole episode to analyze it i was just kind of like i like just from what you're telling stuff. me about them replacing these specific family roles and then him yeah like, yeah i'm gonna go inside you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Because, like, originally what was going to happen is, like, Optimus gets replaced with Rodimus, and um, yeah. Rodimus has got to, like, learn how to be a leader. That was going to be the big story arc. Fight Galvatron for the or future of Yeah, to, for the future of, of Transformers. Like, Rod, like, Hot Rod had to, like, learn how to be a leader. Um, and then when that just went over, like, a lead balloon, they brought Optimus back, which, like, just, like, sets everything back to square one. Yeah. Girls aren't supposed to like Transformers. Yeah, which is, that sucks. And then I like it was like while watching it, I realized like, oh no, I made Kate watch this movie that was like designed specifically to like exclude her. Yeah, to exclude (laughs) her and keep like women and girls uninterested in their toy because God forbid they like sell to more people. Yeah, God forbid you just sell toys to people who want to play with them, irrespective of gender. They can't cannibalize their My Little Pony market. Yeah. Um. It made me think of this episode or this podcast episode. It was actually Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, I think it's episode number 47. But anyway, he brings this woman on who talks about basically what she does. is She goes and finds the video games and the things like that that were targeted towards girls in the 80s and 90s that came out. Because the entire, <laughs> the entire system makes it seem like girls don't like video games one mm. two they never have none of the video games that came out for girls are real video games because if you think about it we as a society have this nostalgia boner for you know super mario the original one and all mm. of these things that were originally targeted towards boys right fighting games they're considered classics of their you know 
of their genre and they are actually given like this respect. But a lot of these similar sort of things came out for girls around the time too. And those are not taken seriously. So what she Mm. does is she collects them and she's actually created a museum for old toys and video games that were targeted towards girls trying to get them more, you know, respect and Mm. visibility. And I think it's really interesting because I definitely had that experience. Like I used to play, I went from super Nintendo to PS4. Like that was my jump. Oh wow. I didn't have anything in between that. Yeah. Like I missed tons because I got into the thing where girls don't play video games. And I was actually talking to my sister-in-law about this because uh, she was staying at our house for a while and Aaron was playing a video game on his computer and I was playing a video game on my computer and she was just sitting there with us on her phone. And I was like, well, you want to play the PlayStation? And she's like, Oh, okay. And she, I got to watch her have like the, the struggle of figuring out moving in a three days, 3d space with a controller Mm which is yeah. really hard, right? Like if you, yeah, yeah. If you, if you have not, no prior exposure, right. I remember the first yeah. time, the first 3d game I played was halo, the new like yeah. halo three, I think for the Xbox. Oh, okay. And okay. I, I did the thing where you spin around in a circle and you point at your feet and you have no idea what you're doing because you haven't been doing it for 10 years. Like everyone else. Um, but anyway, I got her playing Slime Rancher, and I love it. I love watching her play video games. I'm secretly trying to turn her into a gamer, which isn't so secret because yeah. she listens to this podcast. But right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things, right? Like, you're not really encouraged to do it. You're kind of, even if you do play games, you're told that they're not real games. Because mm-hmm. one of the first major franchises that came out for, uh, that that got a lot of women who like to play it was The Sims. But people will tell yeah. you that's not oh, a yeah. real video game, right? Because there's some sort of arbitrary gatekeeping well, around those what a real assholes. game is. <laughs> yeah, but like the Sims were one of was massively commercially successful, and a huge mm-hmm. proportion of their player base was women. So yeah, yeah, it had it had broad appeal. Um, yeah, great. So game. it turns out, you know, maybe women don't want to play first person shooters, which is okay. Some of them do. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. Yeah. I'm sure like some guys like to play farming games too. Like it's whatever, like mm. people can play whatever they want, but I just thought it seems like a really similar arbitrary divide to exclude people. So, yeah, you know, a, a similar game, like uh, around the, around the time period that you missed out on uh harvest moon. I know oh, it was I really popular. Harvest moon. Um, I played the super Nintendo one though. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. I, I know it came out for, I think there was one for GameCube. Yeah, like point. I missed the GameCube, which I'm so sad yeah. about because that was a, a technological marvel, you know? Yeah, it was. It was. And now and, I try and to go back and play it was a horrible commercial games. failure. So now Nintendo doesn't try to make breaking edge tech anymore. <laughs> now they just follow along. Yeah. Like they'll do stuff that other people aren't doing, but they won't like make it super powerful anymore. You know, like they won't, they're not going to stick a, an amazing graphics card in a Switch. Yeah. Because, the, you know, the Switch is not, a very powerful system but it's it's it does other things that are really cool like it's mm-hmm. portable and it you know you get separated controllers and it does a lot yeah. of other really and, neat stuff in some ways they're really smart not to get into that pissing contest so yeah yeah they want they 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 realize Sony their market. And Microsoft are like no no <laughs> yeah they they want people to own they don't want to be they don't want to be in the Sony Microsoft Nintendo they want to be either they want, or they want to be and yeah they want to be and so you might have you have a PS4 or an Xbox and a Nintendo. And so. it's working. That's what I do. Uh, yeah. Aaron and I both have switches because yeah. I had one and he was like, but what if I want to play? And so I ended up getting <laughs> yeah. him one too because yeah. we're double income, no kids. So yeah. I, I play on PC and I, and I have a switch Yeah, like that. And that fulfills like all of my gaming needs. So I haven't actually fired up the switch in a while. Cause there hasn't been like a, there hasn't been like another breath of the wild to really grab yeah. me. I go through intense phases of obsession where I'm like, I'm going to play this game way too much and then I'll put mm. it down. So I was playing. Um, Slay the Spire on the switch a lot mm. until recently, which is a super fun game. So. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, back, uh, back to Transformers. Back to Transformers. Please tell me oh. more about Transformers. <laughs> Man, I don't know. So there's like, obviously structurally, this film is like nonsense. Yeah. It's all over the place, right? Like, yeah, there's a three-act structure in there, and yeah, it's it's pretty loose. And really, like, every scene just serves to get us to 
the next cool scene. Like yep. it's, there's, there's not really a lot of development going on. Like the, 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 the hero, the journey that both Hot Rod and Daniel go on to go being, they're mm, coming of age stories. You know, they're, they're young and experienced kids who are just like, they're out to have a good time. And then they have to like shoulder responsibility, learn what that responsibility means and then execute competently. Um, and 90 minutes. Yeah. And, 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 and with, and with all the other shit going on, because, because mm-hmm. every, like, because it is a big toy commercial. Like every scene is like, okay, how do we like the scene where the one that comes to mind is when hot rods like caught up in underwater in all of the, all yeah. the like seaweed like and all I of a sudden his hand it. turns into a buzzsaw. And I'm like, that's just to sell the toy where his hand turn, can turn into a buzzsaw. Right? Like that's what that's there for. I know this movie felt like it was just an out of control train. Like it was careening yes. towards something. Yes. It was just, speed like it was constant speed if i blinked mm-hmm. i'd be like oh no How, why is he underwater where did what oh, happened yeah, i yeah, don't yeah, understand yeah. You can't, every scene is like wildly different and you have to infer a lot of in-between stuff yeah <laughs> and i'm like really now we're underwater oh now he's fighting a squid that's also a robot i have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> like why do robots even need to kill other robots do they eat metal is that how they stay alive but then there's these little energy things and yeah yeah yep hand waving you just hand wave stuff yeah, away it's, it's, it's all the cell toys and it's yeah, all don't worry. amazing there are both robot squids and robot fish in this ocean because that's a yep. thing Yes. Well, in the in this uh, in in the Transformers universe, there's a lot of life forms that that evolved as machinery instead of biology, and uh, but they so similarly match biology. It's uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It's good. Hey, it's the same. It's the same evolutionary pressures, just with a different set of uh, materials. Yeah, that's how someone who doesn't understand science would view robots coming about as yeah. <laughs> fish. Hey, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I also loved, <laughs> it's brilliant, and I love it. <laughs> I love that you love it. Uh, turns out that I am actually like two degrees separated from this film. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I was watching the credits, and mm-hmm. I recognized the name. I was Ooh. like, wait a minute. I know that name. And it was like some guy who was on the production team at the time. It was like 86. So he was probably the like young man getting started in the industry. I didn't IMDb him to, to know. Um, but I saw a name like Mark Bakshi pop up. I was like, wait yeah. a second. I know that name. And not just because of Ralph Bakshi, the animator. Like, I know this Mark Bakshi. So I like go and I look it up and like, yeah, he produced a film with the company that I worked for. What? That's awesome. So like, like and I, I can actually trace, like I worked with a guy named TJ Calloway who worked on uh, this, the, this movie that Mark Bakshi produced. Uh, the Rumble wrong question for is, Paramount. does Kevin Bacon like this movie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I do have a connection to Kevin Bacon as well. Oh, yeah? Um, What's your connection yeah. to Kevin Bacon? Uh, let's see. I worked uh, – I, I PA'd on a film with uh, Beverly Lindsley. Beverly Lindsay? Beverly Lindsay? Who worked with Kevin Bacon, I think, on something. Well – um, so now you have degrees of separation since we're working on this podcast together. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm tangentially connected to this Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I've met Mark Bakshi. Like, I don't know if he was in the studio and like, I've had a conversation with him or not. You should just send him an email. <laughs> yeah. I, the thing is, I don't know if I actually ever directly talked to him. Yeah, um, but you can just be like, I love Transformers I definitely, 1986 in an unironic way. Yeah. Let's talk. I definitely <laughs> didn't work on any projects with him. Yeah. And he's, uh, I think he's the son of Ralph Bakshi. Ooh. So there's like an interesting lineage there with animation. I wish I, I'm, I would really, really like to segue into animation more. I mean, I love my job yeah. right now and my team. It's one of those things, like if I didn't have to make money, what would I do with my time? Mm. I would just love to animate things. Like I've fallen so in love with the not making money part is the most important part when it comes to animation. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have to make money, animation is great because there's no money in it. Yeah. But Um, it's just beautiful. It tells such good stories. I feel like I've done so much healing from watching animation. Yeah. There's a lot of really good artists working mm -hmm. in that field. Um, I feel like animation nowadays is way better than a lot of live action stuff. I feel like live action has been oversaturated with just, 
people who like watch too grabs. many movies and don't mm -hmm. yeah like even the ones that aren't money grabs are just like self-referential people who watch a lot of movies but they don't ingest a whole lot of other media you know they're not interested in art they don't read a lot of books they don't you know and, and it comes out like everything's a reference yeah, there's no story they're not as thoughtful yeah mm -hmm. like movies have become like they're just big references to other movies and animation i feel like is there's more of a history there that gets involved and it's like involved with art and it's just more multi, not multifunctional. There's just more art forms that go into animation. So it's mm -hmm. all like just a big melange of yeah. influence. And I think that in much the same way that, so there's a big difference between writing like a novel and writing a short story. Right. And a lot of people mm -hmm. will think writing a short story is easier but it's not really true. Writing a good short story is harder because you have less space to say what you want and everything matters. Everything's yep. really intentional. And I feel the same way about animation because you are mm -hmm. in control of every single frame. There's not extras. The scenery isn't already set up for you. Everything that you do is a decision and mm -hmm. either propels your story forward or makes it muddy. And I know that there is... There's like, I'm not in love with all animation. Like, I don't really like Family Guy. I don't really like any of the Family Guy duplicate yeah. cousin shit shows, right? Like, where we're just making fun of minorities and um, mm -hmm. everyone else that we don't like. But it, it's okay because it's just a joke sort of ideas. But I love the more thoughtful and introspective um, sorts of animations that have come out recently. And they're just beautiful. Like uh, you and I, before uh, we started recording, we're talking about Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. And it's amazing. Like the every every shot of that film, I would print out and hang up in my house. It's beautiful. The colors are great. And that's even before you get to the sound editing, which is amazing. Mm. And then you get to the story and you're like, what is happening? This is so good. <laughs> that's how I feel about Transformers, the movie from 1986. I mean, honestly, the if, if it weren't for the sounds, <laughs> oh, I, I love the sounds. Liked it. Yeah, for oh. me, it was just too overstimulating. I think oh, so. I like, yeah. I immediately got hit by it, and I was like, "Oh, there's just always this music playing, and everything is so loud." Oh, yeah. and, ah. I love, I um, love every track. I love, I love the the sound effects. I feel like are yeah. just amazing. I love the the transform sound. I love uh, every every frame is absolutely something I would put on my wall. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, the there's so much like detail really cool. and like, mm -hmm. like, it's like the per it's like, it's like the perfect example of like eighties art and like mm -hmm. comic book art yeah. almost like it's comic book art in motion and it's gorgeous. Like I the technology totally is just so intricate and there's like pistons and, and electricity arcing everywhere mm -hmm. and like weird esoteric shit you don't know what the hell it is but it's so cool looking <laughs> it's got like spikes on it for some reason yeah oh my god it's awesome i love it give me all of it triggers your imagination it. yeah it, like i said it's not a good movie it's my favorite movie. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a good movie to be your favorite movie for sure I'm trying to think of an equally terrible movie that I will still just defend to the death. I, it might be We're Back. Like, yeah. It might be. I made Aaron watch yeah, that. And he's a, like, that's a terrible movie. And I was like, don't care. <laughs> still like yeah. it. It's dinosaurs. Yeah. They're smart. They eat cereal. There's a parade They eat or something. cereal that makes them smart, which definitely yeah. was not paid for by Kellogg's. You're both smart and you never want to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> that's the original reason for cornflakes. I still um, like for some reason where back I always think back to the the scene where he's on the raft and he has a toaster and like the, it pops up and he's got the egg on it and like for some reason yeah, that just looks like, like so happen? delicious you yeah. know Yeah the food animation is yeah. really good It's like it's like Miyazaki almost like yes, you know all the food right? in like, Miyazaki uh, films are just like If perfect. anything tasted as good as the food in Miyazaki films looks oh, Yeah it's so good Um but anyway I'm sorry I didn't mean to detract from your love story to uh, or love song to transformers yeah. please continue oh, i don't know there's just so much about it and I'm, I'm sure i'm forgetting a lot of stuff that i want to say and it's driving me nuts <laughs> um because this film's great it's a great film i enjoy i thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it even though it, it drags in places and the, it's mostly nonsensical and it jumps <laughs> around from plot point to plot point because it's for like add kids i guess yeah ADD young boys, adolescent I guess. add boy <laughs> yeah the show 
Talk about dull, Daniel. <laughs> then I am pleased to be. The oh, first. and then oh, and Cup, the old old Transformer, who's like yeah, got a he's grandpa, all the stories, right? And he's got the war stories, war stories that all the dinosaurs want to hear. Grimlock love Cup's war stories. Okay, I did actually really like that part. I was like, yeah. that's adorable. Except well, I sit down and buckle up, kid, because you're in one. <laughs> <laughs> it predates pirates it predates pirates of the caribbean you're in one you're in one of my yeah, war stories ah. and also uh uh the, the, when they finally see unicron it's like hey cup does this remind you of anything and cup's just sitting there like nah this shit's fucking crazy yo <laughs> abort abort this is new yeah. um yeah i just wish the dinosaurs didn't have to say their own name every time they were talking oh. Yeah. Grimlock, something, something. Grimlock. Yeah. Well, they're Grimlock. supposed to be like, you know, big, dumb, beefy guys. Which is unfair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and the Junkians. We didn't even talk about the Junkians. Yeah, the robots from really the Junk confusing. Planet that talk in TV memes. Yes, which is so interesting. It's um, so good. They're like, ah, oh, yes. Sale, sale, sale. 90 yeah. day warranty. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Where'd you learn to talk like that? We learned from TV. <laughs> But they're all attacking him until they say the the yeah, secret greeting. Ba weep gra na weep bong. Ba weep gra na weep bong. This is the and universal greeting, dancing. you know. So and they yeah, and then they gave they gave the energon and 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 they reciprocated by rebuilding their friend and joining them on a war against God. Yeah. As you do. Oh, you gave me a piece of gum. Yeah, it's like that's not bad for <laughs> ride or die mode activated. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we are now friends for life. Yeah, and I that love how like they, they turn into motorcycles and they're riding each other like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they fall down. So the other guy turns into a motorcycle. And it's like, oh my god, it's so good. And yeah, like oh sure, I'll turn into a gun and then you can shoot me. There's just so many different like oh yeah, like, bodily That's autonomy and consent. No, no transformers. Here. Yeah, and then with transformers, also scale does not matter at all. No, so like That's one of Megatron, the who's the saying. size of a house, turns into a handheld gun that anyone can like whatever size it needs it to be for that frame. Right, and then at some point, um, somebody turns into a plane that all the transformers fit into. Yeah, and it's Astro like Train. okay, but then there's also some sort of rules. Where like, oh, but we're too heavy, even though we're in space, I'm going to need someone to leave. And then they just boot a bunch of Decepticons out into nothing. I still function. Wanna bet? (laughs) (laughs) So evil. This isn't a coronation. This is bad comedy. (laughs) So many cool lines. So Uh, many cool lines. Yep. I love and the I love the Junkians. They're just like super pal best friends. Super pal best friends. Welcome to New Junk Planet with brand new interior. Satisfaction right. guaranteed. <laughs> Rainbow Bright movie next mm-hmm. week. And then yeah, like you were mentioning the scene where they're all dancing and it's like so like it, everything in this movie is like really well animated and then that scene where it's just like frame to like two frames that just kind of like yeah they just keep going back and forth and i'm like yeah. we're all dancing in circles it's like real charlie but... brown like <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly yep yep dare to be stupid dare to be mm-hmm. stupid yeah aaron was like that's, that's this a weird movie, song and i was like yeah. oh god that's a real song <laughs> what other movie can boast it has weird al as a as a part of its serious like soundtrack, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so good, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to people talk about things they really like, whether or not yeah. I like them. So yeah, well, I mean, and, and the Bobby Brown out weep any bong thing where he, the universal greeting Hot Rod comes down and gives him that's like the symbol of of um, of Hot Rod maturing into his place as as the new leader because ultra magnus has proven that he is not a a a worthwhile leader he is not worthy um but that's you know he's constantly getting the autobots into trouble if you watch like ultra magnus is constantly like he gives the wrong jobs to the wrong people you know Mm -hmm. hot rod and cup are in trouble and and ultra magnus and there's like i can't deal with that right now i've got like a billion things exploding around me i am busy yeah um and then he gets into the fight with the the junkions and like he loses against Mega uh, Galvatron, and then Hot Rod shows up, gives everyone a piece of gum. Gum. Uh, and everyone becomes fine. friends. We've got new allies. We're going to fight the devil, 
and like we're gonna <laughs> fucking win because we're we're the good NBD. guys now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Ultra Magnus or whatever his name is, yeah. was like, I can't do this. I'm not ready. And Optimus yeah. Prime was like, Well, you'll become ready. It's yeah. not his fault. No one wants that sort of responsibility thrust upon them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the only way you get that responsibility. Unless you're evil and you go see. I mean, when you're an immortal robot race, like, how else do you get new leaders? Immortal? Someone has to go away. You know? Both? What's up? You said immoral. Do you mean immortal? Immortal. Immortal. Oh, yes. I mean, they can be both. Yeah. I mean, Megatron. (laughs) Yeah. Megatron who never wants to be told. I feel like, I feel like. You know, if we were picking characters that we were, I'd probably be Megatron. I hate being told uh, what to do. Yeah. So, like, he gets saved by this planet and gets this new this new lease on life. And instead of going the direction that I felt like most shows would go, where he's like, okay, now you're the boss because you're a giant planet that eats other planets. He's like, nah. <laughs> nah, he's still fucking Megatron, boss. right? He's yeah. still the guy. He's just biding his guy. time. He's just a Decepticon. They're, they're called Decepticons. Yeah. Deceive. That's definitely one of those. Do you become your name or does your name become you? Right. It's like, man, a big surprise is when the Autobots were betrayed by the Decepticons. (laughs) Maybe we should have called them something different. (laughs) All right, Matt. What else? No girls allowed. No girls allowed. We covered that. That Where's Daniel's mom? I don't know. I assume not around. Casual casualty of war. I'm hoping she's dead. Otherwise, she's probably like, sure, what, my son yeah. can go and join a giant robot fight yeah. for the universe, right? Yeah. Maybe a casualty of war. Maybe the relationship didn't work out. Who knows? I don't know. I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it's written somewhere. Someone's written pages and pages of internet nonsense about it. <laughs> Definitely feels like the Transformers are like, no girls allowed. We only want men who don't have women in their lives. You oh, know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no hell, moms. the movie only has two humans in it total. So, yep, And they're both men. Yeah. Why did the robots need genders at all? Because the 80s were. Yeah, well, because they're selling still... toys to boys. Yeah. Toys to boys. G.I. Joe's had women characters, right? Not many. Yeah. I don't know. I was never into G.I. Joe. Either. I was into Transformers. <laughs> and I read, I have, I have like a, I still have a bunch of the old comic books. Oh, I was hoping you said you were going to say fanfic. I would totally read your Transformers oh, fanfiction. Oh, man. Especially if you any. wrote it when you were really little. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I think. I used to write all sorts of absurd stories where every character in the story was a unicorn. So. That, that, that tracks. Yeah, That goes with the image I have of a young you. <laughs> I definitely went through this phase where I was like, oh, I can't like animals. That's lame. I can't like whatever. That's lame. And I'm like, fuck that. You yeah. know what's great? Unicorns. Unicorns are great. <laughs> They're so awesome. Nothing's cooler than a battle unicorn. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. So Yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to like, I, I honestly, I tricked you into watching this movie just because I wanted to watch it. You didn't trick me. I went in with your full consent, but now yeah. I'm going to make you watch the Rainbow Bright movie. Yeah. I mean, I did try to talk about how the soundtrack was awesome and how it's got Orson Welles and Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's a good time. That is really cool. Yeah. I think it just missed me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Is, it's, it's definitely. It's always it's it's always a little a little heartbreaking when that happens, right? Because I've had the same experience. I had that experience with We Are Back because I had such mm. a fondness for it, and I tried to show it to people when I was an adult, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "I don't remember it being this weird, but I was also mm. a child." See, <laughs> so. I, yeah, I when I was watching rewatching Transformers the movie from 1986, um, I just like the parts that were bad made me laugh now. And yeah. I still enjoyed it. Like the part where mm-hmm. like Hot Rod, like he literally just like throws Galvatron into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, like fuck okay, you. Bye. And just throws him and he just like floats off into space and like that's it. It was like, <laughs> damn, kid's got an arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. It's so it's dumb. So the dumb. dancing. Yeah. It's a film that dares to be stupid. 
It does. They it dares to keep its dreams alive. <laughs> it's got the touch and the no. power. No. Back in my head again. You've Nothing's going to stand in our way. Not You've tonight. Got the heart. I think my, my favorite is definitely the, the "Nothing's Going to Stand in Our Way" mm-hmm. song that plays when they're underwater. Yep. And they're Super fighting the, the squid. The like it's squid. it's definitely like this film is, is they took heavy metal and they said, okay, what do kids think heavy metal is? Mm-hmm. Let's make that a movie and it'll be awesome. And it was. <laughs> they nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing it with me, Matt. You're welcome. I'll get you back later. Sorry, not sorry. You shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, I made you watch Pretty Woman, so. You did. Pretty Woman was a competent film, right? Yeah. And, and you know, Pretty Woman's not a bad movie. True. That's just the closest thing I can come to. I watched it too much as a kid. Yeah. I mean, you made me watch fucking True Lies, but you didn't like True Lies. Um, no. I, <laughs> I railed to everyone about how terrible True Lies was and also told them they don't have to watch it because it is a, it is a pox upon my soul. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> Now it's like my friendship meter. Like if I mention True Lies to someone and they're like, oh, I love that movie. I'm instantly on guard. Mm. I feel like it's really impossible to love women and also love that movie. That That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Or at least like not after you've, you've like examined your the, the film and its beliefs and stuff, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like even once the- you realize all the nonsense, it's it's hard to. Yeah, like there's people literally slapping women and calling them bitches in the movie, you know? I'm like, oh my God. And not in the good way. (laughs) No. Whatever (laughs) the good way of that would be. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't uh, didn't love the film as much as I did. I wasn't even going into it thinking I was supposed to. That's probably that's probably (laughs) a great way to do it. I think you would have been even more disappointed if you (laughs) if if I talked up the movie movie too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you love it. Yeah. It tells me so much about you. <laughs> I think I think it's I think there's a, there's enough there for people to love if they if if people are looking for the types of things it has on offer. Mm-hmm. And if not then there it's just going to be boring slog. The whole time. Yeah, it's entirely possible that I just didn't go into it with the right headspace, especially because originally yeah. I didn't even realize it was animated until I rented it and I was like, "Oh, this is an animated cartoon Transformers movie." Oh, it's also an 80s rock ballad music video commercial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would, however, buy Transformers squids. Yeah. I don't know, it's funny. There's been, there was a lot of reissues of a lot of the toys uh, to oh, yeah? capitalize on our generation's nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Um, they never actually made an RC toy. Of course not. Which is shitty. Can you get a toy of Daniel or Spike? I don't think so. Just no, the Transformers? just the Transformers because that's no that's, one wants the, to that's be what a people human. want. Though yeah. it definitely felt like they were trying to sell some some human yeah, like toys because like they had the exosuits. I bet they were trying to they were trying to introduce a line that would allow them to have people. Not the girl robots. No, not the girl robots. It's really really weird timing because I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks while I like play video games or do whatever around the house. And I've just been kind of picking random ones that Amazon like delivers to me. And so every audiobook I've listened to in a row has had a surprise gay character. I'm like, Amazon's clearly got my fucking number. And then the last mm-hmm. one I listened to, I kid you not, it had a trans robot who falls in love with a human. And I just finished that last night. And oh, then I neat. watched the Transformers movie. And what I was story like, that is, that is a really weird coincidence. I don't know that I'd recommend it. Oh. Bummer. Uh, but if you want to know, it's uh, it's called uh, Autonomous by Anna something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. It's got a it's about the future and a large point of the story is the um, conflict around patenting, especially when it comes to medication. So okay. the main crux of the story is about a pharma uh, a person who basically is like a drug pirate who reverse engineers patented drugs to give to people for free and something bad happens and whatever, whatever. But a lot of it is also told from the point of view of this military bot who becomes autonomous. And I mean, the 
the underlying stuff is is um interesting, right? Like the underlying premise is really interesting. Mm. And yeah, at some point this you know, the ro- the military bot starts having sex with the human in whatever way bots can do that, especially if they're military bots. But the thing that I liked about it is that the bots were not humanoid bots. Like they would mm. have some that were based on like insect bodies. Like all of the bots were actually made to yeah. do some sort of purpose. Right. right? Or have some sort of designed. function. Like some of them yeah. would be humanoid, but this one wasn't. This one was just a, a military bot. It was bipedal, but also not like trying to be a human. Because mm. that's my big that's my big beef with every sci-fi thing that's like, this is robots, this is aliens, they all just look like people. Have you uh have we uh have Dudy and I exposed you to Murderbot yet? No. What's Murderbot? Oh my god. Oh holy shit. Okay, Murderbot by Martha Wells. It is the next thing you need to read slash listen to. Ooh, okay. Well it's, right now I'm uh, listening to uh Cat's Eye by Margaret Atwood, but I can switch. Okay, it's a series of novellas. Um, and they're amazing. They're, they're freaking amazing. Cool. The murder bot diaries. Highly recommend must read. Awesome. Well, that's enough for today. I think we've probably <laughs> talked about as much as we we can about transformers. I could probably go on about how much I, I do love the film. Don't um, worry. Uh, we can slip more transformers talk in later. Yeah. Um, we'll watch the uh, Shia LaBeouf one. No. <laughs> no oh, no, you. you don't want to watch that one. <laughs> No, if you want no, if you want to talk about the 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 Michael Bay Transformers, Lindsay Ellis does a whole series on like Michael Bay films and under various f- film critical analyses, and those are way better than anything I could talk about. That's fair. Um, this is you know, I love the film. It's probably a terrible film. Uh, I could talk about I could talk about it for ages, but just talking circles around it. Um, well, th- this is a really good. Like, I know that we talk critically about a lot of uh, media, but media can be bad and still you can still enjoy or like it, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one. I'm definitely uh, not going to be one to gatekeep what people are allowed to like, except for True Lies. So yeah, not, not too much analysis going on in this one. I really just wanted to watch the movie and talk about how much I love it. Uh, if you want to talk more with us, you can check out our Discord and we can talk even more about nonsense. Um, you can get a link to that on our website at mediumsalt.com. Uh, you can check out some of our other episodes there as well. Uh, you can also find us uh, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. Have a wonderful week. And as always, stay salty. Transform and roll out.